A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, who is the liar? Whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Whoever denies the Father and the Son, this is the Antichrist. Anyone who denies the Son does not have the Father, but whoever confesses the Son has the Father as well. Let what you have heard from the beginning remain in you. If what you heard from the beginning remains in you, then you will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he made us, eternal life. I write you these things about those who would deceive you. As for you, the anointing that you received from him remains in you, so that you do not need anyone to teach you. But his anointing teaches you about everything that is true and not false, just as it taught you, remain in him. And now, children, remain in him, so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be put to shame by him at his coming. The word of the Lord. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has made his salvation known. In the sight of the nations, he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song. Sing praise. Dominus Vobiscum. 
Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Ioannem. This is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, Who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, What are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. They said to him, Who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord. As Isaiah the prophet said, some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. Verbum Domini. Before I begin, I uh, just want to say Happy New Year to you all and know that uh, we, the Friars, are praying that you have a very healthy, happy, and holy New Year. Okay. Since the ascension of Jesus into heaven, the coming of the Holy Spirit, now there have been false teachers. And as we hear in the epistles and in the letters of John that these false teachers go about teaching a message different from that of Jesus Christ. You know, even saying Jesus Christ is not the Messiah or the anointed one of God, that he's not son of the Father, son of God. And so this has continued even, even until this day. And so this reminds us all that we have to be mindful of these false truths out there and that we cannot go here and there and get distracted by those who are not preaching Jesus Christ and encouraging us to follow him devoutly and charitably and to minister and to reach out in the love and truth of Jesus. Today we celebrate uh, two uh, uh, great saints, Basil the Great and, and St. Gregory. Saint, uh, Saint Gregory. Now they were men who lived in the fourth century. Now they were especially very prominent uh, uh, intellectuals, uh, advanced in academics, 
know, men who were uh, very prayerful and men who taught, both bishops, but who taught against heresy, particularly that of Arianism. Arianism being that, that, that denies, that, Je that, that says that Jesus is not co-eternal with the Father, not cons consubstantial, basically saying that Jesus was created by the Father. You know, Jesus, remember as we pray in the creed, in, in the, in the creed he is begotten, not made. You know, he was with the Father for all eternity. You know, so here we see two saints who are, who are defending the truths of the faith, who are preaching who Jesus Christ really is. And this was, was, uh, was also true of different uh, type of heresies in the time when John was writing his epistle, as we see here in the first reading. You know, it was uh, one of the, uh, one of the more um, uh, uh, false uh, teachings of that time was, was like Gnosticism, that Jesus wasn't really human. You know, that Jesus was, was sort of like a, like a spirit or something, you know. But we know Jesus, who is a divine person. You know, Jesus, fully God and fully man, the divine person of Jesus Christ. That is him, Jesus the Lord. And, you know, yeah, we, in those days and now, we do have false teachers, false prophets, you know, John, uh, particularly speaking here, that he's speaking about the last days as well, that there will be an anti antichrist. Well, yeah, there is, uh, you know, so at some point will be an antichrist before the coming of the Lord. You know, maybe a, a very charismatic figure, one that, uh, you know, captivates attention and that ultimately is drawing us away from Jesus Christ and his church. But with that, too, there is also an Antichrist spirit, a spirit of Antichrist that is, of course, against Christ, but it also distracts us and disturbs us from knowing the love and truth of Jesus the Lord taught to us by the church. And so here, John, John mentions in this first reading about the anointing of the Holy Spirit, okay? That, yeah, there's, there's a false teachers out there, those who are not preaching Jesus Christ as Lord and, his, and, and you know, his true divinity, his the divine personhood, fully God and fully man. You know, if they're not seeing that, that Jesus is the Lord, the Son of the Father, the second person of the Trinity, you know, then that they're, they're liars. You know, they're not preaching who he really is. But yet, in speaking about this anointing, the anointing he talks about is the Holy Spirit that comes to us, that, that, that is this gift we have, as, as, as uh, I like to mention so often, is that the Holy Spirit who has been poured into our hearts is the love of God, that he dwells there, that we are his own, that we are sealed by him. You know, and, and this is, this is a, the sealing is an indelible mark. It doesn't go away. Of course, we could lose our salvation. You know, we, we, we can turn away from Christ the Lord and his church, you know, willingly. But, but we are ultimately God's own. Once we're baptized, there we are. And it's through this anointing through the Holy Spirit who guides us into all truths. 
So we have this, this anointing of the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit, is to show us who Jesus is, is to bring us closer to Jesus, is to help us uh, to come back to Jesus. No, the Holy Spirit will, will often stir things up in us. No, the Holy Spirit at the same time helps us to live like Jesus the Lord. And so this, this, this here is our call. Well, that's why it is important to have a life of, of prayer. You know, a life of, of, of penance too. Because this, in our life of prayer, we are staying connected to God. And, and then in, in our penance, we are bringing our body under, under self-control and preventing it from going all different places, from, uh, you know, keep, keeping ourselves moderate, you know, uh, um, or like, you know, getting so caught up in, in what, we're, what we're craving or, or in sinful appetites that, that it distracts us from our prayer or our relationship with God. So penance is, is very important to keep things under control. You know, to help us settle down there. So prayer, penance, this is all good. The Word of God. You know, those of you who are, who are watching Mass, you watch EWTN, the Word of God is being preached. The Eternal Word Television Network. This is what Mother Angelica, that we, her whole purpose for founding the Eternal Word Television Network is so that we could be educated with the truths of the faith, so that we could have assistance in, in prayer, so all of you who are watching, or some way or another, it is the Holy Spirit who has brought you here. You know, who has who is, who brought you here to pray with us in, in this Holy Mass, to hear the Word of God. See, and this is what, what we need to be open to, a prayer, our penance, the Word of God, the teachings of the church. Then we can be fully safeguarded. You know, then this is how we be more, become more attentive to the voice of the Holy Spirit and more sensitive to his voice. Okay. Well, so as we grow and we're growing in, in our relationship with the Lord Jesus, in hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, now is, is the ability to discern. Well, this is why it's important to, to know the truth, to study our faith, so that we know when somebody is not speaking the truth, is speaking a message against the saving truths of Jesus Christ the Lord and his church. No, and then, you know, at the same time, we can take it even a step deeper. Okay, often when those who are not preaching the truths of the church, you know, the, the fruits of their life can, can, can tell us, given us an indication that they are not true teachers of the Lord. Jesus tells us in the Gospels, he says, by your fruits, you will know them. No, we have a great example of a very humble man, John the Baptist. No, John the Baptist, what is he all about? Preaching Jesus Christ. He says he comes to prepare the way, to make straight the path for people to receive Jesus, to be ready for him. No, that is, that is true humility here. He knows what his position is what he's to do, and he's not there for any, uh, any glory. No, he's not seeking to gain anything out of this. And that, that, there, there's, there's what we, we need to be aware of, because often, I mean, uh, you know, people who are, 
uh, you know, in religion, you know, say teachers writing books and things like that, you know, sometimes it is all about them. It's always coming back to them, to me, myself, and I. I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's good to share experiences of, of how the, the Lord has worked in our life, to give examples from uh, different maybe uh, circumstances or situations we've been in or, you know, how God has moved us. Yes, but ultimately, God gets the glory. And so, in, in speaking about, about this as well, you know, if, if we're not seeing them walking in love, you know, often, they, they, you know, people will come out preaching the truth. Okay, yeah, they're preaching the truth, but it is with a, with a tone of condemnation, you know, putting people down. No, yeah, it's, it's one thing that we have to know who the false teachers are. They have to sometimes be identified. But at the same time, you know, the, the, the person who's, who's bringing this out should also say to pray for them, that they may find Jesus and who he truly is, that they may have a true relationship with him. And sometimes, often, that is not there. And so what is, what is this doing? If we, if, we, if, if we fall into this, this, is only, this, this, can be a, this, can, this can be a very strong distraction from our relationship with the Lord because then we, we get caught up in the emotions of it. Yeah, this is a natural thing. Yeah, you know, of course, we need to uh, be aware of things. And, we, and yeah, this, does, this is kind of stir us up a little bit, but we can't let ourselves lose control. You know, where we're so caught up in, in just the sensations of it all. You know, that we, that all of a sudden, that, that all we all are angry by these false teachers in the church. And even those who are bringing them out, because here they are just making us upset. You know, that we too now start getting into the blame game. We too start not accusing and everything else. But is that the way of Jesus? The way of Jesus, of course, yes, to bring about truth, but to do it in love in mercy, in compassion. And sometimes the, the, some teachers of the truth, that's not there. And then we got to be aware of that. Okay, so that we're not stirred in the wrong direction. And, you know, there are also those who maybe preach the end times. You know, very, like say, uh, very controversial types of, of messages or conspiracy. And some of those may turn out to be true, some of these conspiracies. But we can't get so caught up in them that that's all we're doing. We're just caught up in the thrill of the conspiracy or the controversy. That we forget our relationship with the Lord and our prayer. Learning about him, sitting at his feet, letting him minister to us. And then all we are consumed with was the latest conspiracy, the latest controversy. Where's the love of Jesus here? Where is it flowing in our lives? Where is our study of the word, our meditation on him? No, this, see, this is why it's important we stay grounded and be aware of all the falsehoods out there, the different types of preaching that can distract, that can move us away from the voice of the Lord. And so often with these conspiracies, with these end-of-the-world claims, you know, uh, it's, it's fear. It's bringing about fear, trying to scare us. No, Jesus calls us God, calls us to relationship with him. And in relationship, there is no fear. You know, we, we come together. That a, a relationship that is based on fear is not a healthy relationship. 
So this is the relationship we have with God is, is one that he is our father. That Jesus, yes, he is our king and Lord, but he's also our brother, our friend. One who is gentle. One who leads us to, uh, of course, to repentance, but it leads us to restoration. You know, raises us up higher. You know, and, and, and ultimately with, with the relationship with him, we become more Christ-like. See? So, brothers and sisters... Here, we are starting this new year. It's always, always great, you know, to renew our relationship with the Lord. You know, but, but to be resolved to have a, a true, devout life. One that is going to ha- strengthen our relationship with Jesus, both in our prayer, our penance, our learning of, of the truths of the gospel, of the faith that Christ has communicated to us, but also that we are, are fixed on, on growing in our relationship with the Lord, but becoming more like him. So let, this, let Jesus be the center of our lives. And he is the center of our lives. You know, there he is. There we are close to him, striving to be close to him, striving to be like him. And so when it's our time to go before him, hey, we're ready to go. Because we're, we're, we're with him, we're loving him, and we do all things for love of him. God bless you all.